What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Season 1, Episode 5 of the Fucker Launch Podcast. Uh, we got special guests on here tonight. We got Miss Tori Lynn, 31 Bravo Military Police. Been in, been in for 15 years and a staff sergeant. Uh, yeah, she's she ha- she's one of the most hated MOSs in the United States military. Uh-huh. I don't know why she ch- chose to go that career path, but... Uh, hey, yo, she gets to get, be addicted to people with attitude, so... Uh, we are going to hop right into some questions uh, on Instagram and some that have been submitted through email. Uh, right off the bat, to get straight to the point, at Terminal Smith, do you wish that you guys have the Beretta instead of the M17 or slash M18? So, on a, on a, on a, first of all, I hate Berettas. They suck. But I will say this. So, with the M18s, the first batch that we got sucked so much fucking ass that I wish we had the Berettas because there's so many fucking problems with them. So, Damn. but no, Go I would bad. much rather have the M18s because we have the M18s because the Army and the Air Force wanted to pull the entire contract. Fucking turds. Crown. So I've shot both. Uh, the I shot the civilian version of the M18. And the um, and military side Beretta, Beretta, dog shit. Civilian side, not much better. The only reason I say Beretta is be is for the nostalgia. It is so nice just to like it's heavy as fuck. Because it's all because it's all metal. Stupid. It's just it's stupid heavy, and the slide is at least the one that I carried was ass. But just the nostalgia points for it, just the the history of that gun itself, makes it that much better than the M eighteen. One hundred percent. Doc, go ahead. Uh, along the same line, Cran. The only different, uh, the only thing is, is like the Beretta. I just want to know whose bright idea it was to be like, hey, let's give the military a pistol with an open slide. What could go wrong? It was the spicy Italians. They like, wanted the fuck. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the Beretta and the M17, because the Army has the M17. The, like Cran said, it's just this, it was in, like, growing up, it was in every single 90s action movie. It yeah. was by Mel Gibson, lethal weapon. Yeah, but yeah. M17 and the M18, Facts. is it's literally a point-click adventure. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is that yeah. six hour makes really, really good solid handguns. Like, oh, I do. percent. I, I believe. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Smith. I they made the they made the P365, right? The, that, that, that's yeah. a great pistol. It's the amazing pistol. Is, mm, the issue is with the Marine Corps. I don't know how much the Army's cost, and I can release this because it's public information. The Marine Corps paid a hundred and seventy-five dollars per pistol when the Beretta's cost four hundred and fifteen dollars. Hold on, what? Yeah, we we paid Accurate. less than two hundred bucks for a fucking pistol, and it's. But um, Doc, go ahead. Uh, I can actually confirm this. Uh, the M17 was one hundred and seventy-five dollars per pistol, and it came with holster, lucky, which was you can hook it into your gear directly. You've got a hip draw, and you have a drop leg. And it came with three mags. It was $175 per pistol. Yeah. Garbage. Nice. Oh, shit. Anyways, we're going to keep it stepping. 
I will go ahead and say like I'm and I'm gonna key in really quick as I'm actually happy to have the M17 just because of like the light, the capacity, and yeah, the yeah. and that's the full frame, frame, right? That's like the full yeah. uh, mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. And mm -hmm. the other thing with it is that we can actually change the pistol grip to the size of the shooter, which is even better because if you got like a if you're like a small frame and a small hand, or you're large handed and you need something better for that grip, it works ten times better. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, I even carry the six-hour P365 tack as a personal carry. Nice. So, so Smith, go ahead. If I may, last thing, I promise. It is way better fundamentally-wise because it is so modular, but they spent no time and energy into making the internal strong, and that's why I fucking hate that pistol because it just falls apart after fucking 600 rounds. Makes Agreed. sense. So keeping a step in, this question is for Tori. There's actually two questions. Uh, hello, Tori. Were you a drill sergeant? If so, you might have been mine. Uh, second question. Hey. Second question is: If you had to repeat a part of training again for MP between OC spray or being gassed, which one would you choose? The ultimate question. Ooh. Oh, yes, I was a drill sergeant. Uh, 2014 to 16 at Leonardwood. Um, and I was also at reception, so it was most likely. That person's drill sergeant at some point. Um, ooh, CS or OC. So, fun little fact that a lot of people don't know about me, um, unless they work with me, is I'm allergic to red pepper. So, nice. <laughs> wait, seriously? Yeah. Who are? When I initially joined the army, I was Seaburn, like Toko. So. <laughs> Would I take OC spray or CS gas? You know what? I'm going to go full send, and I would rather take CS than OC because it takes me a week to recover from getting OC sprayed. Damn. It's, uh, yeah, from what I've heard, it's fucking straight up miserable. It is, it, misery, if there's anything that misery loves company, the definition of devil piss is like full send with OC spray. I will take CS gas because I can recover faster from that. The thing is, is that I, rem I, I asked, uh, Terminal Smith at one point about being OC sprayed, and he said that they sprayed into like a, a bucket, and he had to stick his face in it to get that like that smell. Then they sprayed it on your shirt, and then they went for your full face. Like even just smelling it, you could feel the pain like start to hit you. Yeah, but, uh, I got the I got the Z pattern on my face, so like they went across the forehead, the eyebrows, and then straight into the eyes, and I had to get like the gauntlet. So. Yeah, I actually, my first day of certification for OC is when I found out how allergic to red pepper I was. So I spent an entire week looking like I stuck my head into a beehive. Well, I mean, that would, well, that wouldn't be very smart, but I mean, yeah. that, I guess that's the equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Toko, you had your hand raised. I'd like to go ahead and say I am actually the odd person out whenever I get asked that question. Because I would actually rather get OC sprayed. Like, my, what is wrong? What is reason, wrong with you? The reason behind it is when I, I get them. OC sprayed, it takes thirty minutes for it to stop. That is it. Thirty minutes. I've I've even like tried to reactivate it with hot ass fucking water. No reactivation. Nothing. Thirty minutes flat. And I'm fucking good. I'm good to drive. I'm good to do whatever the Are fuck sure? I want. But if I get CS, if I get CS, I can't breathe. I'm dying for like an hour. 
Like, that shit just fucking... CS gas fucks me up so much worse than OC spray. Oh, yeah. Uh, Crayon. So, I'm going to say with this, I agree with him because I have the exact same thing. Literally, CS gas is so much worse for me than OC is. I've been, I've been holy crossed. I've been Z sprayed all, whatever way you want to shoot OC at me. It is literally so much like easier than CS is. I, I don't know what it is, but CS gas just is the absolute bane of my fucking existence. Like I can put, I, I put on my camis after I washed, washed them from CS gas and it still hurt the fuck worse than OC spray did initially. Oh yeah. I believe it. Um, did we lose Smith? I think we lost Smith. I think so. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Drew. Uh, I'm going to say you're both smoking crack. Right. I wish I was. <laughs> I would rather take the OC. Or not the OC. Fucking CS gas. <laughs> I was like, you are wrong. To our side. Yeah. I, I'm fine after like 10 minutes out of like any kind of like cs gas chamber and i'm sitting there smoking a cigarette over to the side fucking oc spray i was down and out for the rest of the day and then partially into the next day it's nah you're you're insane there bud i wish i was (laughs) (laughs) uh mia you had your hand up oh i didn't have my hand up i was just flipping off toko and crayon ah (laughs) makes sense that's valid mr doc doc's got his hands up this 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 is actually going to irritate a majority of the people, if not everyone in the military. That's I'd rather take uh, CS because I actually have an immunity to it. I fucking hate you. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you, you know just what? had no. every military Who's member you? against you after that. No longer yeah, part of us. Kick him out of the Discord. There's about 18 percent of the people in the military that are immune to one or the other, if not both. I and have. I've legitimately watched it happen. It's I, terrifying. The only, reason, the only reason I have an immunity to it is because I built myself up for it. What do you There's mean? There's a way to do, homie. So okay, when you in go, the garage? So when, when you go <laughs> to basic, when you do the gas, of course, you know, the drill sergeant gets you all sweaty. So when you go in, it hurts a little bit. Hurts a little bit more. So the initial one, when I took off the mask, because I'm six foot fucking two, it kind of hits me in the face a lot faster. Four foot nine. The person in front of me who physically turned around and goes, I don't feel anything. (laughs) (laughs) Next to the drill sergeant, who then proceeded to go one by one with our masks off as we byline said the soldier's creed. Hell yeah. What you do is the minute you go to break the seal on the mask, you take a massive deep breath. The minute you break it, you let slow exhales out to the point where you can eventually just pull the mask off and breathe. You know, that would have been nice to know, like, a long time ago. That would have been nice. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. you. But anyways, uh, Hockey, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, guys. I know. I haven't been on podcast in a hot minute. But before okay. Hockey gets to talk, we got to shit on the real LT. She is an officer. <sighs> but the thing is, the, but the thing is that she can do that she can do land nav. I can. 
That's crazy. My father made us do it as a child. I would like to see the like made me and brothers do land to have as kids. Uh, go uh, anyways. Go ahead, hockey. What you were gonna say? So I have yet to go through the CS. Hear me out. I'm in the reserves. I'm a chaplain candidate. I have to go to chaplain basic officer leaders course. Like I have all this stuff. So I am like processing through right now. I'm attached to a reserves unit, but I haven't done any of my like direct training. However, both of my older brothers have served. One was Navy. The other was Army. My brother, who is in the Army, went to Leonard Wood in 2007 uh, for basic. And he <laughs> he had a picture from the like yearbook thing or whatever they do. Like, you know, the little book thing they throw together with all the pictures. He was in the photo and his whole face was neon red and it was just like covered in sweat and tears and snot. And like next to him, you could literally see a dude vomiting. And I was like, I am so not looking forward to this at all. Damn. Anyways, thank you, Hockey. Uh, this question is yep. going to be for Tori. Well, it's not a question. Saying, oh, I remember you now. You were my drill sergeant at reception. You weren't very nice. They're not supposed to be. <laughs> she, she could have been mine, too. Let's be honest. <laughs> Bruh. I, I don't know. We are not intended to be nice. I Look, reception, we are drill sergeants. We are paid to instill the discipline, get you ready. And again, three moves. I was either subtle, pissed, or raging. And if you had me at subtle, you were having a good day. If you caught me at pistol raging, it was game Five on. Five life. Yeah. You regret every life choice. Oh. You regret joining the army that day. <laughs> yeah. Most pe most people do. Most people do. But like, you know what? It's a job. We yep. have to do it. Respect. Respect. <laughs> uh, Doc, you had your hand up. So this is going back uh, for hockey since you said we need to roast the LT. I've been on a roll tonight. Hey, hockey. This is called a compass. It's useful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had no idea. Thanks. I was really confused about what that weird circle was in my pocket. <laughs> Fired back, bro. Crayon. So I got a question, um, or not really, not really a question, um, but. Um, Fuck, I goddamn forgot it because goddamn Doc wants to be funny as fuck. Fuck you. Goddamn Give him a second. He's a Marine. <laughs> I don't know what words are. I don't second. speak real good. There's red. There's your crayon. Now figure it oh, out. thank you. As, I appreciate it. As Jack says, in the Marine Corps, they don't teach you, they teach you how to shoot. They, they never taught you how to read. They, they don't What's teach me how to read. They teach me how to shoot back. <laughs> okay, there, Forrest Gump, ooh, calm down. Ooh, ooh, simplify. Okay, Jenny. <laughs> Don't make my Jenny. Oh, fuck. Where's it hard? Toka. Oh, I'll be honest, I didn't realize that the Marine Corps taught them colors. I thought they just taught them flavors of crayons. Oh, they my do. God. They have to teach colors. They have to teach the colors. The red is strawberry. The Marine Corps teaches me how to shoot. They didn't learn me how to read. That's the Read is for officers. I'll read to you. Thank you, Chaplain. You're a good person. <laughs> Anywho, this question is for Mia. Is, it is there any onions going to be 
be being cut for you in the near future? Absolutely the fuck not. Yeah, not yes, there will no be. Yes, there will be. We're there, not there doing no onions. onions tonight. We're not doing no onions tonight, motherfucker. All the, uh, all the onions. <laughs> I'm going one podcast without you motherfuckers getting sappy as shit on me and making me fucking cry. <laughs> you no, just do that. I, no, probably gonna make somebody cry on this one and i will i will do it towards the end if freaking i get a chance do it oh, now yeah. i guess do it now i don't give a shit Paltons! okay so when i first started on tiktok hockey was one of the original followers for me trying to get into the military and she has been through hell and back to get it and she finally got it and she's getting everything that she wanted like she has stuck it out and been his every foot through the door, like one step at a time, and has not stopped. It's like fucking compassionate. Like she has not stopped. Like I give her full fucking props and kudos. Like she's keeping it up. She's like she's gonna be that chapel assistant that we are all gonna need. Like standing at the door, like mad fucking kudos. But does she have? A, does she? Do, but can she land that though? Look, don't knock the LTs that can land nav right now because, I mean, we've been teaching land nav for the last two weeks, and these kids, even my school, are freaking pros. I so. mean, there you go. That's what's up. Um. Anyways, we're going to keep it stepping. Hockey. Let hockey respond to the compliment she just got. Sorry. I don't want to sound like a con, but. No. Asshole. You're Sorry. Good. Asshole. Asshole. Podcast. Uh. Asshole. No, no, right, right word. Right word. Sorry, thank word. you. Um, but second of all, uh, I just found out I'm probably not going to get to go to my school in February because I never got to do my PT test that was required. And when I went to do my physical last Monday, the audiologist wasn't there. And so now I have to go do that on a separate day. And I'm trying to get LHI to reschedule it and they won't do shit. Because in their record, I'm done with my physical, but I'm not. Well, keep at it. Keep. Like, keep kicking doors in until you get what you want. Like, don't stop. Okay. Yeah. Anywho, keeping it a stepping. Thank you, Pocky and Tori, for your very, you know, onion moment. Wholesome. Wholesome, wholesome <laughs> onion <laughs> moment. <laughs> wholesome fuckery moment. Exactly. <laughs> At Doc Fruit, is there a reason why your glasses are so huge? <laughs> Damn, son. Blame the army. <laughs> Blame the army. Where are you getting these questions from? These are from my Instagram. Oh, nice. So it's either one or two frames. It's I'm pretty sure Drew is wearing the other ones, unless those are like your personal. Like you bought them, or are they from the army? Uh, these are from the army, but there's when I went, they had like 15 ish picks. Yeah, so frame. Yeah. have a great selection of. It's either these ones or the really shitty plastic ones you get in basic that physically break when you look at them. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, your BCGs? Mm. No, but Hell yeah, brother. Small ones yeah, where yeah. you put them on brand new and the next day they're literally looking like this. Yep. And Those are the best ones. That's the... the reason Doc has such big glasses... Oh, so God. I'm scared for the amount of bullshit that I put him through. And not only that, it's so that way, you know, if we ever do meet up, 
I'm going to make sure I break a limb, so he needs to be able to see very Toko, clearly. I'm pretty sure not a lot of people are going to want to come to Fort Leonard Wood. Even Skeen didn't want to come to Fort Leonard Wood. You know what? And he Neither of us want to be here. And if anybody comes to Fort Leonard Wood and says they would like to meet up with me, good fucking luck getting me out of my room. Facts. Crayon. <laughs> The only reason why Dogfruit has such big fucking glasses is only to find Toko's cock whenever he finds him. Oh my god. What? <laughs> so it is really small, and I do have to use the Hubble telescope to find it some days. And apparently, um, is, is that fire going? <laughs> I would like to put out that this is the reason Johnny Sins is my hero. He's the person I look up to. Is that like. What you said Why? for the size of your pecker, uh, is that like below like Asian size? Dan um, confirm. So I wouldn't necessarily say that comment because that comment could get me into trouble. But I will say that it is probably a thousandth of the size of a flea. It's it's like a very small flea on a Brillo pad, you know? So I mean, bigger than mine, considering I'm Asian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I'm yeah. kidding. Um, yeah. Everybody knows me as bigger than all y'all anyways. Trevor, Toko, you are both within court marshaling range. <laughs> but I'm not even uh, in. Uh, doesn't fucking matter. You can't court martial me. I'm, I'm not as even in. As the bailiff, I agree with Doc Monkey. God damn it. Uh, Crayon, you're a damn civvy. I don't hear shit. As of right now, I will go back. I don't give a fuck. I'm pretty sure you would you would regret your life going back in. I would. Yes. Right. See, I fucking knew it. Mia. Um, I don't know why y'all are so focused on y'all's dick sizes when we all know I'm the biggest fucking schlong here. So no one that. is disputing I that. I, I heard. I, I, heard I literally it. just said that. Yeah. That's... I literally said we all know Mia's as big as all y'all. So shut up. No yes, one yeah. is disputing that. Yes, Mia. We all know that you have a. Big, ten-inch fucking Asian ass slong that. It's so much bigger than ten inches. That's fucking insulting. Okay, then how much are we talking? We're talking like two feet, dog. Like third fucking leg. So, so, what, you're, so what you're saying? It, it goes up around around sides, up and over. Yeah. Oh, you have no idea. Like third leg, dog, custom pants. Oh my. Yeah, when she goes to pee, she actually detaches it. Oh my fuck! Wait, wait, no, no, wait a, no, no, wait a second. How, how do you pee if it's, if it's detached? Is the question. Well, they make they make those little purple things that you put up to like your groin, and you can aim and pee. It's called a shiwi. A shiwi. Oh, a shiwi. A shiwi. All right. By the way, I also want to point out this is from just. A medical standpoint and the fact that my MOS, MOS has had females in it since fucking the age of dawn. This is literally since I, there's no, I mean, Mia can probably attend. No, no, Mia can't. She hasn't gone to the field yet. But every Sorry, single medic that I have worked with swears by it. If you are a female in the military and you are in a unit that goes to the field a lot, get a she so you don't yes. have to find her in the middle of goddamn nowhere. 
Crayon, go ahead, man. The only reason Mia's cock is so big is because she bought it. <laughs> yeah, as if I totally believe. Yeah, uh, okay. Mia. Um, on some real shit though, fuck you, dog. I actually have been to the field, but actually, a shoey. They're like, I think I want to say they're like twenty bucks on fucking Amazon. It's the greatest investment. I'm the type of person when I'm driving, dog. I'm not stopping for anything except for gas. You best believe the amount of empty Gatorade bottles that are in my car along with my shoey. Wait, wait a minute. Do you actually own one? I respect yeah. that. Oh Absolutely. Fuck yeah. If guys can piss in a water bottle and still keep on driving, so can fucking I. So I can it. fucking I. I mean, next caller. Next question. Me fucked up. <laughs> what is the field for you? Them wheeling you out onto the grass? Oh my god. Oh no. Oh, oh dog, no. drop that, bro. Fuck. Next question. Drop the mic. Yeah. The Next question. When Trevor realizes he might have to filter this part of the podcast, I probably will have to. Probably will. Like the whole last. Yeah, for like maybe like the past ten minutes that I've been recording. Yeah, probably have to cut, that, cut some of that out. Basically, but, basically, go from the last thing that Tori and I were talking about. Everything else. Is this question is for Drew, this question is for Drew the dude. Why do you always look so constipated? Because I am. <laughs> the Arnold's <laughs> food makes me constipated. What do you only eat MREs? What? Is that all you're eating is MREs? No, no, just in general defect food. It makes me fucking constipated. Now that leads me to my question. How good is the defat food in Fort Leonard Wood? Shit. Dog <laughs> shit. Then, then why you eat it? Because free. I'm a single soldier. It's free. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking free. That's the only reason. And it, it the, the quality shows. It is technically not free because are you or are you not getting BAS taken out of your check? That's true. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's true. Toko. Toko, go ahead, man. Okay, cool. So the reason he looks constipated all the time is because oh, no. I'm constantly pushing the shit that he tries to poop out oh, back no. into his body. Oh, God. There it is. Also, Tori's not wrong. We don't get free food. Yeah, that is very true because so... Any soldier that lives within the barracks gets a meal deduction of the BA, like their BAS. So it's like anywhere from like two hundred to three hundred dollars. So it's like three seventy something. Yeah. Use so, your defect. Three seventy a month. So, funny story is they actually just published an article that they're fixing to do a full-on revamp of all of the dining facilities across Army installations and everything to include how the 92 golfs are trained and the food that they're going to be producing for better supplementation uh with a holistic fitness and training and how we are training and that's a, that's another thing too for leonardwood uh we have civilians that work at the defects not uh, yeah. not the military cooks so oh yeah oh yeah. Yeah, so that article that article just came out on monday so, oh my God. Yeah, on top of the on top of the body composition is in the third phase of its testing, 
Fort Lee. Thank so they God. Phase, they are in phase three. Does that mean they're going to finally get rid of these obnoxious height and weight standards? Oh, uh, so they're rising the height and weight standards and how they're going to be testing it. They're going to, they're looking at like one to five different programs and how they're going to test it and use one to three different ways. So, those who headed that petition and study. This is a so, great question solid. that has been asked by someone who's in the army. They say that they are a 92 ah. Sierra, a laundromat and repair specialist. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Is that the video we watched the other day? Yes. And it's actually a true MOS. Yeah. No, I know it's real, what? but this person says. This person says that they are based out of Fort Leonard Wood and they hate their fucking life. They say it's not the duty station, but it's the job that you literally you pick that you. <laughs> oh, are they trying to reclass? Are they trying to get out of their job? Like, what's the what's the deal? Oh, they're looking to go AWOL. Okay. Oh, don't, don't do that, boy. I got that shit. <laughs> Hang on, hang on, let's go, let's just go around in a circle, we're gonna go around in a circle, Crayon, go first. Alright, so, one, do not fucking go AWOL, that shit ain't worth it, homie, I've known people that done it, don't do it. Two, if you hate your job that fucking much, go to your PSR, go talk to them, figure out the fuck you can do, either lap move or do some other bullshit, it's... Genuinely, like your job may fucking suck. And if you're a laundromat service, whatever the fuck it is, yeah, it's gonna suck. And that's what happens when you go open, open contract. Like you play the luck of the fucking draw, homie. But I mean, that's I mean, do not do not go away well. That is that is bad juju, bad days. Don't do it. One hundred percent. Uh, Doc Fruit. Yeah, don't go away wall. Don't go away wall. Uh, if if you have been in for two years, either go talk to your retention NCO or call HR and see if you can either forty one eighty seven out of Leonard Leonardwood to a different duty station in the hopes of it being better, or see if you can talk to HR and see if you're eligible to retake the ASVAB to, if you need to to boost those scores to then see if you can reclass to something that you want. Accurate. Don't go AWOL. I had a kid in my last unit go AWOL. The minute he got picked up, his life was a living hell. He was not allowed to go anywhere without supervision. He had to let anyone in his squad know that included, he, when he went AWOL, he was a specialist. He had to let the PV2 a week into, like, a week into the Army know where he was going at all times. Don't go AWOL. It's not worth it. 100%. Uh, Drew. Yeah, so, again, third time's the charm. Uh, don't fucking go AWOL. That's uh, awful, and it's not worth it. I've, I've seen that shit, too fucking and then like did a little add on to that i when i went through meps uh there was a kid there he was 
colorblind, low ASVAB score, could not do anything else, but he really wanted to fucking join the army. And that's what he fucking went in as. Oh, God. And, yeah. I mean, hey, he he wanted to join. He wanted to serve his country, and that was the only way he could, so he fucking took it. I Obviously, I don't know what the fuck he's doing now, but, hell, th- this could be him. Who knows? But, <laughs> fucking, that, the, the duty station, that's, that's what I keep telling people, you know? Uh, people think I'm crazy when I tell them that I've been here since, you know, I, I came for basic and AIT back in fucking 2016. And people think you know i'm wild for being here ever since but it's not the duty station it's just mostly the units it's it's mostly the units in your mentality it's all in the mind yeah, yeah. and that's I, in the past couple of years uh like one two years that's it's finally like hit me where it's like eh, could be worse i could be dead be 29 palms there it is no. Fort Riley, you could be at Fort Polk, you could be anywhere, but like oh, Fort Polk. Good. Riley. Yeah. You could be AWOL is definitely like not the answer, but everybody has like said it like go work on getting if your GT score needs to be up, work on producing that. Use your college mm-hmm. TA benefits to get your scores up if you want to do anything from like OCS, going to go walk, anything. Look for those opportunities to do something better then the current job that you are in speak with your retention and look at the in and out calls that are on hrc and find out when you can reclass out of that job and find something that you want to do that's going to make you happy that's going to be out there to make you happy finish your contract but in the process of finishing that contract get your education go to as many schools as possible build up your resume and get your degree from those schools, and there is a full of schools. Right now, I'm currently in school for a double major in criminal psychology and sociology, and I'm like 20 classes away from having it. Fuck yeah. And I mean, if you're lower enlisted, like take that opportunity to do it now because as soon as you make sergeant, shit gets a hell of a lot harder. And I reclassed school to be an MP because I was not happy in the job that I was in. Uh, Toko, go ahead, man. Once you pick up E4, it's not happening. Okay, so I'm gonna start off by saying, "Huh, welcome to the club." <laughs> Second <laughs> off, I'm gonna say, "Don't go AWOL. Not worth it. If you really need to, if you are not in training, and I repeat that, if you are not in training, I do have a place." that we could just chill out and hang out at. If you are in training, I'll kick your ass and return you to your drills. Sounds fair. And I will tell them, hey, I don't know what happened. I saw them fly down a couple flight of stairs. (laughs) So, I don't want to get myself in trouble with that. But, you know, welcome to the club. I'm sorry you have a shitty MLS. I'm sorry you're at a shitty duty station. Because, Drew, let's be honest, there's jack shit around here. It's because you don't have a car. Damn, son. Anywho. But, yeah, it, it really could be worse. Um, I've met some really good people here. Drew is one of them. Even though he won't give me cuddles. But that, I guess. I give you cuddles, though. So. 
Anyways, Mia, go ahead. Um, I feel like I'm being a dead horse, but I'll be the last person to, one of the last people say, I guess, don't go AWOL. I mean, if, I mean, you what? No, you what? No. I'm gonna go ahead, piggyback off what I just said. Go ahead, go AWOL. Be the dumbass that just after everyone here just told you not to go AWOL, go ahead and go AWOL. Oh, fuck. Because there's happened. so many people willing to push for you. And realistically, I know it's fucking terrifying sometimes going a higher with people with some little more the fucking chevrons and rockers and shit on their fucking chest. But at the end of the day, they're still human, okay? They've been there, you know, essentially. They, they know how it feels sometimes to be fucking miserable, bro. Everyone's been that fucking miserable person with, like, the little, you know, no fucking rank on their chest, okay? Everyone's fucking been there. So if you go to them and be like, hey, this is this is what's going on, and they're like, nah, nah kid, go kick rocks. First off, they're a shitty fucking person. Agreed. Go what you what my my motto in life is expansion in all ways. In all ways. So like I work on myself, but I also take time out of my day to work on my friends because you know, if you're just pouring into yourself and you're not expanding who you're with your every different aspect that you can work on yourself and the people that you're with mm, you know so you should take everyone's advice go search for something else to do find something that makes you happy whether it be career whether it be military related hell if it's starting a small business hell if it's doing some little thing that you think anyone's gonna tell you it's fucking stupid guess what it's not fucking stupid if it makes you happy because that it's gonna make you happy that that's the point blank period at the end of the day and when you go to someone be like hey this is how i'm feeling if they don't want to listen they don't listen but there's other people there's not just one person in the military that you can go talk to there are so many other people and worst case scenario you finish out your contract hey we still have a discord full of fucking people you know how many times i've come in here and ran it hey they fucked up my starbucks order and i'm pissed about it Dog, I take melatonin every night, and if I go to Starbucks, and I go to the same Starbucks every morning at the exact same time, if they fuck up my order, bro, I have over a thousand stars. Every time they fuck up my order, I genuinely am in Discord fucking bitching about it, right? So you can come I mean, here, this is not even a cap either. I mean, it's true. She's nothing is not. Like, it's we accurate. will never tell you it's fucking stupid because we give a fuck. So going AWOL genuinely, you know what? And I'm not. I'm telling you right now, don't go AWOL. But if you want to go ahead and go AWOL, that's on you. But we're all saying don't go AWOL. But I'm not going to tell you don't go it. I'm not going to. No one's going to tell you what to do with your life. But if you make the decision to go AWOL, you're going to face those consequences. I've seen it. I've seen it multiple times what happens when you go AWOL. If you want to make, you think your life is bad right now, <clears throat> just wait. Just wait and go AWOL. See what happens. Anyways, we are going to move on. Open. We're going to move on from this topic. Um, thank you, Mia, for Sorry, finishing it off. Uh, we got this this comment from a 92 Golf out of Fort Drum. Sounds like a shitty duty station for one. Uh, they say that that uh, the soldiers here treat treat us like shit, but yet I still give them extra bacon. You are a G. You, you're everybody's favorite person. They may not treat you like it, but you're everybody's favorite person. Crap. I love my 92 golf. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. 
you are the fucking homie. If you give the extra bacon to whoever the fuck is being a dick to you, you are the homie. And I will say this now, no matter how much bacon you give them, they're going to treat you the same way. But no, when you stop giving the bacon, it's going to be worse. Keep giving that bacon. Oh, yeah. I would believe it. Doc Fruit. First off, you are a diamond in the rough for doing that. We love you. One of the few the few cooks who's like, instead of getting measly, shitty pieces of bacon, you're like, nah, fam, I got you. You're fucking six. However, majority of the reason 92 goes on is because 99% of people would fuck up water out of a boot with the instructions on the heat. I have someone physically fuck up cooking green beans from a <laughs> yeah. with directions on the can that they are physically looking at. I, I don't <laughs> know how easily possible. It's true. <laughs> seen it. You are, you are a diamond in the rough among 92 golfs. The ones that are, you know, get sneaking the extra food the soldiers. I mean, if you work in a defect where there are civilians working there that help on the food line, fuck those civilians. They're pieces of shit. Hey, man, you're going to get half a scoop of eggs. Why? Because I said so. But I but I, I would be happy knowing that if you were the next person sitting at either the bacon or the sausage, and instead of two pieces of bacon or two pieces of sausage, I'm getting three or four, I'm happy. Anyways, uh, Mia. Not all heroes wear capes. Some of them and wear here at the fuckery, yep. And here at the fuckery crew, we'd like to say we fuck with you. Yeah. Can someone you. put that on a coffee mug? Someone put that on a coffee mug. We need mug. a t-shirt. <laughs> we need a t-shirt that says that. At the fuckery crew, we fuck with you. You know what? I think I can put that on a shirt. Let me get on that after the podcast. We need that on a t-shirt. I will get on that after the podcast. Toko, go ahead. I would personally like to say I might not be at one of those duty stations where there are 92 golfs at the at the line. However, how the fuck ever? The civilians don't give us extra shit. So, with that being said, you were a god amongst pawns. Can confirm. Big facts. Everybody's favorite person. We love you so much. Never change. Yeah, never change. Never. Now. Everybody, everybody on three. Never change. One, two, three. Never, never change. 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 I don't know why no. that just happened, but you know, I'm just gonna go with it. Uh, this question comes from a sergeant at Fort Lewis. I am so sorry. Dude, sorry. That's bad. First off, they say saying that they hate they hate their duty station with a fiery passion, and they wish they were actually sent to Fort Polk. Wow. Nope. Can't wow. answer that. Nope. Sorry. Hold that thought because I will speak on Fort Polk. <laughs> For that person, okay. Fort Lewis is not that bad. However, 
Fort Polk is not that bad either. Okay. As much as people might hate it, because like a lot of us have been to JRTC and done only JRTC, there is a lot of stuff to do in the Louisiana the area within the 250 mile radius that you can do. Their missions are not as heavy as those at Fort Lewis. So like those dudes can like really have like some time and like some family. Three of my lieutenants and six of my sergeants that I sent to Fort Polk from two different duty stations love it and it's not just 31 series like i mean like i commissioned three officers in the two years that i've been at rotc two out of those three are at fort polk louisiana right now and they are actually happy to be there they are actually happy to be there because they've gotten a like a variety of mission set training they love the area they've been able to do a lot they've been able to travel you know amidst everything like going on with like covid and they are still able to be who they are without all the repercussions. Like, legitimately would take Fort Polk, Louisiana. The only reason why I wouldn't take Fort Polk, Louisiana is because every time I've stepped inside of that state, something bad has happened to me. So it's like a bad omen. Like, somebody has a voodoo doll out for me every time I step into Louisiana. So, yeah. I mean, it is Louisiana. <laughs> that is true. Crayon? So I won't say anything about the duty station because I don't know anything about fucking Fort Polk. But I will say this. If you hate your duty station that much and you can't find a single good thing about it, whether you're enlisted or officer, doesn't fucking matter. Look to your juniors. Look, Look to the lower enlisted. And find what they enjoy. And look at that and say, you know what? Maybe that's something that I can grasp onto and enjoy with my junior soldiers, Marines, whatever the fuck they are, and say, all right, cool. I mean, that's that's just a small thing that's going to be, all right, cool. This is what we can do as a group. It's not. It's not so much as a... This is what I enjoy, but this is something as a whole that we can enjoy and improve not only your morale, but the morale of your entire group. At least that's what I did, but, you know, fuck me. Um, Mia, go ahead. So I'm going to piggyback off what Cran said, but in a very um, bad influence way because that's what it's- I do around here. Um, so you you can do the whole kumbaya with everybody, which I mean is great, great, wonderful, you know. But sometimes it you works. need to be like, nah, fuck people. I, I need to do me for a bit. But you gotta do, right? But look at where your junior enlisted are going out to bars and shit. They ain't got that much money. Have you seen the paychecks after taxes? That's true. That's facts. That's facts. You know, you know where they be going to drink. Are cheap as fuck. The strip club. Cheap as fuck. It's gonna be good fucking time. So fuck it. Just take yourself out, and you know what? At the end of the day, fuck it. You might end up with some cheap two dollars stripper, but I mean, you, you live your best life. Call it a reminiscing moment on your lower enlisted days. Don't marry the stripper. Don't marry the stripper, though. Yeah, you do not. 
Do not bad days. Yeah, you've grown up a little from the marrying. Do not finger the painting. If anyone's seen Blue Mountain State, you understand the reference. Solid life advice right there. Okay, so I hate to not call on the people that are raising their hands. Maybe you'll have a chance with this one, but this is an MP in No Hope Pope. Oh, no. Can we just look at Tori's face real quick? Yeah. <laughs> I think Tori needs to be the first one to speak, but go ahead. Tori has to talk on this one. They say that, that Fort Bragg is like the Kardashians. Everybody in the army knows uh, Everybody knows, knows about it, talks about it, and either loves it or hates it passionately. So Fort Bragg, MP, is definitely a relationship by any means. So Fort Bragg is also the only airborne uh, MP battalion in the army. So you are dealing with anything and everything. So everybody talks about like Fort Hood and like what they deal with. Oh no. They're like if I had to rate like duty stations as an MP where like I had like the worst Unfortunately, Schofield would be number one because that was a shit show fucking rodeo and a half, and we were in the field more than we were at Fort Bragg. Um, and then Fort Bragg would be two, and Fort Benning would be three. But Fort Bragg is definitely a make-or-break situation for your career with that. If you weren't airborne, um, especially when I was there, you got dogged on. Horribly. And then... We deal with anything and everything from the 82nd to the SF guys, CAG, Rangers, um, anyone and everyone. You have 18th Airborne Corps, you have the reserves. It is the center of the universe, the center of monotony and hell. <laughs> like in the two and a half years that I was there, I had four murders, multiple deaths, like within my first six weeks. I wasn't even I wasn't even a week off of OJT and I had an active shooter right outside of the MP station. Some dude like killed his battalion commander in the middle of my shift change right outside of the MP station during a safety brief. A month before I showed up, we had a sniper from the 82nd happening. Like it is a no joke Vietnam happening. So yes. You will either promote or you will stay a terminal specialist there. Sounds about right. So, um, I feel that individual's pain, but you can you can do a lot and accomplish a lot there if you know how to do everything. I mean, I showed up as a brand new sergeant. I walked away as a staff sergeant going to drill sergeant and got an early parole of two and a half years. And right now, I am airborne preferred to potentially go back there in the next year, year and a half. So we shall see. Thank you, Tori. So, yep. Uh, crayon. So, question for Tori. So, when you're attached, so is Polk attached to an airborne unit for the MP side? It's a two part, I guess. 
So Fort Polk's MP battalion, along with Fort Stewart, Fort Drum, um, they are all a part of that brigade that is at Fort Bragg, which is 16th MP. So they all belong to that brigade that is at Fort Bragg, but they are scheduled. Um, At any point in time, a company is attached as a global response force um, to any of those major units. So there is literally a company that is attached to 82nd at Fort Bragg. Um, There's a okay. So there's a company attached to 10th Mountain. Same thing at Fort Polk. Like at any point in time that they raise the flag, we're gone with them. So it's not a guaranteed airborne if you go there for MP. Yeah, it's not necessarily guaranteed, but nine times out of ten, if you're a brand new soldier or E4 below, you're going to airborne school. Shit, man. Better than Marines, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I got attached to an air wing, and I still didn't get airborne school when I was permitted to that shit. <laughs> yeah, at least nine out of the 12 in my squad were airborne. Yeah, that shit was in my paperwork, and I still didn't get that shit. <laughs> okay, so. This is a statement from... An airman that is stationed at Cannon Air Force Base. They said, how do you like the name that I came up for the base? I hate it so much. I call it Afghanistan. Stan. <laughs> I love that. Nice. That's great. I, oh, I yeah. That one because that is my hometown. I love that so much. Clovis, New Mexico. That's great. Yes. I feel so bad for that for that airman. Um. So Clovis, New Mexico, born and raised, Cannon Air Force Base, has gone through so many transitions. There is legitimately almost nothing there. They just got a Buffalo Wild Wings and a Chipotle in like the last three, maybe four years. It is desolate. It is in the middle of nowhere. You are two hours from like White Sands Missile Range, like four and a half, five hours from El Paso, like it is legitimately the borderline bipolar Vietnam and bliss. Balls. It is horrible. It is so dry. They're like they the town is built up in the last five years. And I was just there in December. And all I gotta <laughs> say is yeah, I still would not go back. There's a reason why I joined the army, not the Air Force. I got the hell out of there and I wanna look back. <laughs> So Tori, so Tori, you might get, get might get a kick out of this. This comes from someone that is stationed in Fort Polk. Uh, they say they call it Fort Puke, uh, and they say the army has some pretty terrible duties d- duty locations, but they were more uh, than any other branch of uh, service on which post qualified as the worst. One soldier put it this way: If God had to give the earth an anima. He would attach, attach the host of Fort Polk. Enema? Enema. Enema, homie. Enema. Enema. Fuck you. We're talking about this before the podcast. Hey, it's an enema. As an officer, it's my job yeah. to correct. I'm not going to lie, Fort Polk is not at the top of that list. It's not. No, it's not. Why? I agree. Hood is. Like five or six, but it's not. 
recruit? So I just want to say this. You might ruffle some feathers. I really don't care. My opinion, my opinion. There is no such thing as a bad duty station. It's what you make of it. My first duty station was Hood, Texas. Yes, it's got a pretty bad rap. It's got a pretty dark history. However, each duty station is what you make of it. I had a good command team at Fort Hood. Actually, I had a fantastic command team. I had a fantastic troop command or company command all three, four years I was there. Great commanders, great first sergeants, great uh, platoon leaders, great sergeants. It's it's what you make of it. Like Fort Hood, yes, pretty dark history, but Fort Hood was beautifully located in Texas. You've got you have six major cities within a two and a half hour drive. And like Tori said earlier, there's a shit ton to do around Fort Polk. Like it, it's all what you make of it. You can hate it, by all means, hate it. But at the end of the day, if if it's your first duty station, as I was told by uh, my squadron commander, don't let your first duty station dictate what your career in the military is going to be. Yeah, one hundred percent. I agree with that. I mean, my first my first five years was Fort Benning, Georgia, at Columbus, Third Brigade, Third ID, and then uh, yeah, and then they sent me right an MP there. I did everything from like hiking to Atlanta to going to the college football games. I mean, going to Panama City, like you name it. It's all what you make of it when you have time and like the people around you. So, uh, Mia. Um, I just had a quote to share um, on the that's what you make it. I believe someone very famous once did say life's what you make it, so let's make it rock. Toko, go ahead. Tori, I don't give a shit what you say. Panama's not Florida. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a shit. Yeah, neither is Tallahassee. I don't care what you say. That entire top fucking panhandle, that little fucking horizontal bullshit before you get to the vertical, not Florida. I don't give a shit what you say. Fuck you. You were either in Alabama or Georgia at that point. I mean, I can drive 30 minutes and be in Georgia, so. What do you mean? You are in Georgia. My My zip code says otherwise. My my address is. Oh, I'll tell you damn what. You're not in Florida. My university says otherwise. University of what? I'm I'm at Florida AMU, so. Georgia. <laughs> Florida State University is right next door to me. Georgia. <laughs> God damn it. All right, can we all just agree that Florida is just a wild fever dream that we just yeah. haven't woke up? Being from somebody that has lived there for 14 and a half years of my life, it is 100% a fucking fever dream. Have you seen a gator climb a fence? Because I have. Yeah. That shit's oh, fucking terrifying. Wait, hold on. Toko, so you're telling us you're a Florida man, dot, dot, dot? That explains yeah, a lot. That's yes. all we needed to know. Okay, next Every question, thing. Trevor. Yeah, next. 
at Toko Sue Prump. Why do you have such a big ass? He's thick. Uh, quick question. Who asked? That boy is thick. Apparently that matters to him. No, it definitely depends on who asked. It does matter to the answer. I mean, to be fair, he just has a woman. Trevor, who asked the question? Juice. Who? Juice. Oh! How did you find the podcast? What the fuck? Anywho, Juice. The reason I have such a big ass is for your big ass man hands to just come up behind me one day and just get a good fucking rap. So you're cheating on LT, is what you're saying. And me? Wow. What is that? This is what happens when I don't get kettles. Fuck you guys. So, I mean, I mean, are we gonna talk about like I hear soft like it sounds like Minecraft music in the background. I'm assuming that's hockey. I have no idea. Yeah, there you go. What is it? Wait, what is it? Oh my fucking god. What is that? Yeah, Trevor, what is it? It I don't know, it looks like looks like bejeweled or or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's plants versus zombies. Oh, oh my god. Oh dear god. <laughs> Listen, my sin job is I'm a middle school teacher. Okay? Sometimes hey, I, I respect that. I respect that. I worked as a sped as a sped assistant to a teacher. That is that is yeah, not an easy though. job for middle school teachers. I'll tell you that much. Oh wait, it gets better. Starting in January, I also became so I am a seventh grade Texas history teacher. It's the only subject I've taught for the last four years. My first year I taught math because you know high demand, so it was the only job right. they had. So I was like, yeah, okay, whatever, I'll teach math. But then. They're like, hey, we have a history spot. You want it? I was like, hell yeah, I want it. So they gave me a history job. Life's great. January, I get removed from coaching in the athletic period. Mind you, I am our campus's head softball coach, have been for the entire five years I've been there. Uh, and, And now these mofos have me teaching eighth grade English. That sucks Because we couldn't find an eighth grade English teacher. They tried to get me to be the eighth grade English teacher in um, August when the semester started because, quote, we can't find anybody who wants to teach English. I know shit you can't find anybody who wants to teach English because nobody wants to fucking teach English. Teaching I, uh, English uh, I need Toko. to retract my statement because apparently that was not the juice I thought it was. Oh so no. That being said, I'm going to retract my statement. And the reason I have such a big ass is because I got so many whoopings as a child. Call them Twinkies. I'm pretty sure both, you know, just it makes, I mean, okay. 
I, oh, man, so, there's going to be a random person coming up behind me and going, what's up, baby? And I'm going to have to be like, no, take me out to dinner first. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this to hockey, though, real quick, before we change that subject, before we keep stepping, I'm sorry. I'm going to make it really fucking quick, I promise. I will say this. You are a saint. As someone who's worked in in education, that is bullshit. That area oh. is bullshit. So for context, last year, there were three Texas history teachers, one of whom never did any planning, never did anything, was gone literally every other week, right? Second one, teaches the first week of school, maternity leave till December. Teaches the last <laughs> week of school before Christmas break. Comes back, teaches the whole month of January. I'm like, oh, thank God, it's over. Like, whatever, we're chilling. Maternity leave. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not maternity leave. Oh, no. See, what happens next is an eighth grade teacher quits. So come February, we are now short an eighth grade social studies teacher. They take the teacher who did not teach the entire first semester and lose her to eighth grade. Because she's like our, but she's like a, She's like a freaking genius, bro. Like, she is so good at like material and like organization and like lesson plans and all that stuff. And so she just like, you know, goes about her business, whatever, gets her shit done. They move her to eighth grade. Instead of hiring a long term sub, which they tried to do and our fucking psychotic teenagers drove off. Nice. Um, they just decided to let me continue to take. They just decided to make me continue to take her roster. So, all but one month and two weeks of last year, I had two full rosters of over a hundred kids. That's amazing. That's teaching in my district. Welcome to Dallas. Hey, that's that's Texas. That's Texas education right there. I mean, I worked in Garland ISD for two, three years. Oh, I live it's, in Garland. It's ass. I live in Garland. Oh, no shit. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Off of Oats and La Prada. Oh, no shit. I worked at, Cal- at um, uh, fucking Caldwell. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, That's dope I, as fuck. I give mad kudos to you for, like, teaching because I've been teaching college students for the last two years. And I literally had to dye my hair blonde to cover the grays that they gave me. Oh, yeah, no. College students will do that to you. They're big, dumb. I I dropped out of college twice because of college students. Fuck that shit. The military paid for that shit. Fuck that. No. I have to be in grad school for my chap stuff. I dropped out and it was free. Fuck that. I dropped out and it was real. Oh, hands up and he was laughing at something earlier. Coco? I was in fact yeah, laughing Coco. at something. However, I do think we should keep it stepping. Yep. Very well. 100%. And I agree. I'm our good. last question for the night is for Miss Tori. How would you describe yourself as a drill sergeant? As a drill sergeant, I was very, like, like, 
very tenacious. I was very like hard and driven to ensure that we had like very well trained and defined soldiers that were going into the MP Corps. Like I wanted the best of the best to be in our squads and our platoons. I may not have been the best because I was a little bit of a bitch, pardon my French on it, but I wanted everyone to know that we had a job to do and we needed to get it done. But I ultimately did care. Um, and we had a job to do. So I, as a drill sergeant, like you, you will always be the technically the second person that a soldier as an NCO like meets, but we are the first initial standard bearers of the military. And I did everything that I could to show them what the standard was. So as a drill sergeant, I really, really hoped that I was that standard bearer and that I was able to give everybody like what they needed. So I hope that like, I'm, I hope that I was everything that like the soldier wanted to see as a drill sergeant. I really do. And what, and what company were you, were you a drill sergeant for? So I was Echo 701st and then Alpha 43rd. Uh. <laughs> Toko and Meaty's like, nope, does not, does not fuck. Nope. Alpha 43rd. <laughs> I truly thought my mic was muted. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I changed I changed a lot of I, a lot of things for Alpha Company 43rd and for Echo Sound of First, but for the benefit of like the future soldiers. So yeah. Anyways, so, crayon. So I will say this. There's no such thing as an asshole, cunt, bitch, whatever the fuck you want to say, drill sergeant, drill instructor, whatever branch you're in. They do what is best for what they think is coming into their branch. And if they think what they're doing is gonna get rid of the weak ones, the ones that they don't think are qualified or best for their branch, and you quit because of them, then that's on you. That's not on them. Like... Drill sergeants, drill instructors, they have every right to be the absolute lowest of the low asshole scum of the fucking earth to make sure whoever is not qualified and the best of the best to get in the military does not get in. Because I don't want someone that's not qualified to be in my foxhole. Fuck that shit. I'll, I'll pass that on to the next person. I'll, I'll cut it off there. Uh, Toko. Hey, Tori, real quick. Um, you said you changed the rules for who again? Alpha Company. No, who asked? Oh. Get an ice pack. Tori, that was my last one for the night. Doc Monkey, get that ice pack. Oh, God. No. How dare you, Toko? You it's a dry, sterile dressing. Toko, you upset the fur missile. <laughs> if I'm correct, it's a Malinois, yeah. It is, but their nickname is Fur Missiles. They are Fur Missiles. Can you confirm? He's such a baby. Fact. He is. 
He's my baby. They are. They're babies until you fuck with their owners. Sorry, you said you said Alpha forty third, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta. Yeah, I was in I was in Alpha Company forty third, January to October sixteen. So. Yeah. I mean, it seems like we have reached our end point because most likely your girls aren't dude. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, Jude. I mean, Jude. Does the face seem familiar? I honestly don't remember. I barely remember what I ate yesterday for breakfast. So, Tori, you should give yeah, him. You should give him a little bit of a flashback. Right. You should give Drew a little bit of a flashback. Oh, he also doesn't remember me crawling into bed with him last night, but that's beside the point. <gasps> that sounds Damn, very. Son. That sounds very illegal in so many ways. It's not no, illegal. This consent there. Therefore, I thought that was an invitation. What? There was an invitation. I can confirm. I videotaped the whole thing. Oh my! <laughs> I mean, of course, oh, it's God. the marine with the camera. Hey, man! I got money off the hub. I don't care. You took my cut, you bitch! I send it in the mail. If it doesn't get to you, it's lost. Oh, Forever. Probably <laughs> for other sexual activities. Hey, it's for production. Leave me alone. Production of your production or reproduction. Goddamn right. Goddamn right. Anyways, we have came to an end for tonight's podcast. Oh, Toku came. T yeah, Toku did did he? Yeah, he came. And uh, that's on a TOS level. But with that being said, everybody, this has been Season 1, Episode 5 of, uh, five of the Fuckery Lounge Podcast, and we will be back tomorrow for Episode 6. Uh, again, really a huge special thanks to Tori for being on the show. Thank you. Even though we hate your MOS, we are more than happy yeah. to have you here. Um, yeah. That being said, guys. And fuck you, Kyle. Yeah, fuck you, Kyle. If you're watching this, fuck you. You're an you're, you're, you're on you're on you're on a fucking you're on vacation, bro. Fuck you, Kyle. Fuck you, Kyle. Goddamn asshole. Hate you, Kyle. We might as well, you know what? Everybody might as well get your fuck you, Kyle's in before we end it. Fuck you, fuck Kyle. You, Kyle. Fuck you, Kyle. Punch and drywall, bitch. Asshole, bitch. Go trigger monster and punch a drywall. <laughs> That's the chapel here. Now, okay, you know what? Give me, give me one second before I end this. Tori, so our buddy Kyle, who is a specialist MP, who is out deployed, he says he's having the worst time of his life, but everyone here says that he's on a vacation. He's Where's he Where is he deployed to? Qatar. Goddamn vacation. The immediate emotional change. <laughs> She's like, oh. He is on a vacation. Deployed. Fest of his life because he's not doing what he thought he was going to be doing. So, on so that note, Tori, can we Kyle, fuck you, Kyle? Monsters, fuck you, Kyle. Games, and... We wish we could be where you are. Kyle. You're already out, though. Yeah. You are I know. If I could be where Kyle is right now, I would pay money to be where he is. <laughs> Everything over there is cheaper there. It's Qatar is so amazing. It's not that bad. You'll be fucking fine. Christ. Bro, <laughs>
anyway. That's coming from a fucking reservist. Oh my god. Shackle. Anyways, <laughs> and anyways, Kyle, if you're watching this, fuck you. You're on a vacation. Don't have too much fun. Uh, with that being said, thank you everybody who has been listening on the podcast, and thank you to everyone who who took the time out of their day to be here on the podcast. Because I know, pretty sure they have better things to do than be here. But uh, anyway, with that being said, we'll see you tomorrow with episode six. Have a good one. Love you all.